Welcome to another edition of From the Front Lines, where we discuss both the day-to-day and one-of-a-kind issues facing real estate managers. Greg Ulrich from PropertyManagerAssistant.com discusses how virtual assistants can relieve staffing bottlenecks, boost productivity, and increase profits. Welcome to the podcast, Greg. Thanks for having me, Todd. It's a pleasure to be here. First, can you tell us a little about yourself and your company? Absolutely. So I wasn't on a collision course with virtual assistants by any means. So my personal background comes from the banking world. Uh, mortgage originations for many years, investments, insurance, working in the financial sector. And I guess the the company, uh, my business partner, his name is Chase Collins. He's the owner of the company. Uh, He is a broker himself, has several agents in his brokerage. He also owns a property management company where we manage about 2,000 units here in Wisconsin. And then he owns a restaurant and an event center. And then, of course, the virtual assistant business. So he's, we grew up together, so mm-hmm. I can say this, but he's like a controlled octopus on roller skates. He's, he's got <laughs> everything going on at the same time. But about 10 years ago, he wanted to grow his property management company. So he hired his first virtual assistant from the Philippines, and he quickly found out they knew nothing about property management. So what he did, he hopped on a plane and he flew there. And he trained his first assistant in person for four weeks, teaching her exactly what he wanted her to do. Then when he came back from that trip, saw a lot of positive impacts to his business. So several months later, he went back to the Philippines a second time and he hired and trained three more assistants. And long story short, when he came back from that second trip, he grew from 400 units at that time. In the next eight months, he had about 1800 units. And uh, that's not a normal thing. That's just, it's a huge Mm -hmm. amount of growth in a short time. So he had some other people in the industry asking him, Chase, you know, how are you doing what you're doing? And how do we do the same thing? So in his genius brain, he had the idea of, well, why don't they make this into a business? So if you fast forward now to today, you know, what we do is we hire, develop, and train virtual assistants that are physically located in the Philippines. They train, of course, remotely with our Wisconsin-based property management company for 10 weeks where they are vetted for work ethic, reliability, and knowledge. And then we place them with clients all over the country. We have clients in 46 different states and in three countries at the moment. So, and Chase now lives in the Philippines for well over half the year. Our Wisconsin winters are kind of harsh. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he oversees our offices there and helps with training. So he's very hands-on. So that's kind of where this all came from. So what are virtual assistants and why do property management companies use them? That's a great question. So a virtual assistant, you'll hear remote team members. Basically, it's it's someone that's in a different country. Um, ours are in the Philippines. And property management companies use them literally to do anything that an in-person staff member can do without requiring that physical body to be present. So everything from helping with, you know, for example, leasing or the entire move-in, move-out process, uh, maintenance coordination, marketing, social media management, responding to guest cards. I mean, really, this, the, the list is endless. But really, anything that doesn't require that physical body to have to be present, we can typically utilize a virtual assistant to accomplish those tasks. What areas of operations can virtual assistants help with? Pretty much, again, anything that doesn't require that physical body to have to be present, um, you know, helping with the entire move-in to move-out process. We use, I guess, 13 virtual assistants in our day-to-day operations. So everything from, again, leasing to marketing to social media, responding to those guest cards, helping scheduling showings, even with our field agents. 
again, pretty much anything that doesn't require a physical body to have to be there. Anything that can really help become, you know, help that company become more effective and more efficient is within the realm of possibility. Can you tell us about the skill set of a typical virtual assistant? What property management training does a virtual assistant receive before beginning an engagement with a company? I can speak to our process. Um, as you probably, your listeners are very well aware of, there's many, many companies out there. And I'm not here to tell you that they're horrible because they're not. There's some great ones too. And we're not perfect. But with our process, I haven't come across one yet that provides more in-depth property management training than we do for those 10 weeks. So as far as the typical skill set, all of our assistants, they have to pass a background check. They have to have at least six months or more of some kind of virtual assistant experience already, and they have to have a college degree. So it's really important for our clients to know that we're not picking up some 18-year-old person off the street and throwing them against the wall to see if they stick. You know, these are very educated individuals that are on average between 22 to 35 years old, and being a virtual assistant is the career path they have chosen. Specific to our property management training, we want to get them as ready as possible to be as much plug and play as they can be when they do get placed with a client. So we expose them to all of the different aspects of how we operate our business of managing 2,000 doors on a day-to-day -day basis. So the, the skill sets, they're not coming to us with property management experience 99% of the time. That's exactly why we have the 10 weeks of training so that when they get placed with a client, that the client isn't starting with a blank piece of paper. The catch for most clients, though, it's important to understand that we're all human, right? They're only going to be as good as the time, energy, and effort that a client is willing to continue to carry that ball down the field. Yes, we do a lot of training in those 10 weeks, but there's no better teacher than the client to teach them you know, their workflows and processes and systems. They're, you know, Our assistants, they're going to have a learning curve. That's the bottom line. But that learning curve is significantly shortened due to the training and exposure that they've had with us. What's the process for getting started with a virtual assistant? We've refined the process you know, over time um, to be very simple yet effective. So our current process is once we have a client that's ready to pull the trigger and get a fully dedicated 40 hour a week assistant, uh, we would ask that client for two things up front. Number one would be an initial task list. That's going to be really the top three or four, maybe five things that the client really needs the most immediate help with. It's basically us asking them, you know, what are the biggest holes in your bucket that we can potentially help you fill? And what's going to happen is when that assistant starts with the client, that they're going to become more comfortable with what their assistant can do and what their capabilities are. They will probably change and modify and add to some of those tasks, but we need somewhere to start. The other thing we ask for is a software list. So we'd want to know specifically what software programs is the client utilizing. If it's Appfolio, Buildium, Propertyware, Property Boss, Yardy, I mean, there's a bunch of them out there. Maybe Tenant Turner or ShowMojo or Lead Simple. I mean, there's, there's a bunch. What software programs does the client use? So that once we get their task and software list, we want to take a look at our bench of those that have been through our training. And really what our bench is, uh, this is kind of goofy, but our bench is basically people that have been through training that have graduated our training and they're waiting for client placement. Think of it like a football sideline with hands raised up in the air saying, pick me, you know, put me in coach, I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. So when we have the task and software list from the client, 
we will take a look at our bench and then identify the strongest and best suited candidate to pair them up with. Now, once that person has been identified, what we do is we take that person with the task and software list of the client, and for the two weeks before they start with a client full time on their first day, we want to fit in two weeks of what we call intensive training. So that would be with that person on the client's specific task and software list so we can get that assistant warmed up for them as much as we possibly can. So at that point, if the client has maybe even some training videos or standard operating procedures or you know written task processes already that they have you know spelled out, anything additional we can get our hands on to help implement into that two-week intensive training, the more the merrier. We'll take that all day long so we can help that assistant get prepared for the client. What should a property manager expect in terms of engagement with the virtual assistant? Communication, status reports, check-ins, those day-to-day interactions. You know, communicating with your virtual assistant is just like communicating with anybody else on your team that's not physically next to you, you know, shoulder to shoulder. So our assistants will already be familiar with, you know, of course, Zoom or Google Meet or any kind of video platform. Uh, Of course, email, any kind of instant chat like Microsoft Teams, uh, WhatsApp, you know, any of those types of things. So communicating with them can be however the client wants to be. Uh, But as far as engagement with a virtual assistant through our process, what we teach our assistants to do is if if I'm an assistant, as an example, and if if you're my client, I'm going to say, hey, Todd, it's Greg. I'm I'm checking in for the day, starting my shift. Here's the list of tasks that I'm going to get accomplished today. If you have anything more pressing, just let me know. I'm going to also let you know when I go to, you know, lunch or go to break when I come back. And then at the end of the day, I'm going to give you a rundown saying, hey, Todd, it's Greg. I'm checking out, uh, clocking out for the day. Here's a list of what I got accomplished today, and here's what my goal is for tomorrow. Have a great night. That is what our expectation is of our assistance with their clients. So the level of engagement we encourage, of course, especially early on in the first several weeks, over communication versus under communication so that transparency and proper expectations can be set so that everybody's on the same page and it's a recipe for success. What's the difference in terms of costs between hiring someone directly and using a service like propertymanagerassistant.com? This is a great question and one I get quite frequently. For some companies, you know, having a direct hire because there's a lot of different options out there for virtual assistants, they find that that works for them. As far as utilizing a service like ours, of course, I'm a little bit biased, but we definitely see some more benefits to having a service like ours versus hiring directly in many cases. Regarding cost, um, there's various things out there that may cost less than what our service is if you hire direct. Our cost in particular is we have two price points and there are three separate roles for clients to choose from. Uh, It's it's $1,160 per month or it is $1,320 per month. It's a flat fee. And what's included in there is, you know, we have an entire monitoring staff that monitors clock in, clock out, productivity, mouse clicks, keystrokes, idle time, you know, all of those kind of things behind the scenes, which is a big benefit for clients to make sure that your assistant is not only clocked in, but they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. We also do provide benefits, you know, such as retirement, life insurance, health insurance, all those kind of corporate fringe benefits to our staff in the Philippines, uh, which is fantastic for clients to know that, you know, your assistant is being, you know, well taken care of and paid well. 
the other thing that we provide is we provide what we call a performance guarantee. And our performance guarantee basically says if we ever, at any point for any reason, need to replace your assistant, we will get you a replacement from our bench as soon as possible. And then once that replacement starts with a client, that we will give a free 30 days of service for the inconvenience of having to start with somebody new. So price difference, I know our prices are extremely competitive out there with other services. We're higher than some, we're lower than some, but I'm relatively confident that I don't know of any other virtual assistant company that provides the type of benefits and all the behind the scenes support and activity that we have for our clients to make sure that their assistant is not only being treated appropriately, but um, you know having team building activities and giving back to the communities in the Philippines and all those kind of things behind the scenes that we have set up. And what other benefits do your clients see in working with virtual assistants? Well, there's generally two reasons I see most people look at getting a virtual assistant. Number one, and sometimes it's both of these things, but number one is it's literally a fraction of the cost versus hiring a new employee locally. Um, you don't have the overhead operational, you know, payroll taxes, paying unemployment insurance, all those kind of things uh, with a virtual assistant. The nice thing is, that, you know, our clients can think of us kind of like a subcontractor. They're paying a flat fee every month for our service. And technically that would be a business expense in, in most cases for those clients. So you've got a flat fee every month and you don't have the other overhead to have to worry about. And then the other thing is just to take some of those time-sucking tasks off of our plates, right? Whatever that might be, and for everybody it's different. Each client has their own unique scenario. But uh, taking those time-sucking tasks off of your plate so you can spend more time working on your business instead of in your business. And that's the name of the game with the virtual assistant. It's, not, it's really not designed to you know, replace anybody. Uh, it's designed to support and enhance and continue to help companies and property management firms become more effective and more efficient. Thanks for joining us, Greg. Absolutely, Todd. Thank you so much for having me. Visit irem.org for more knowledge to take on real estate management's most dynamic challenges. That's www.irem.org.